Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fan and Learning Club. Apologies for the uh, late start there. That's on my fault. My dogs went crazy about two minutes ago. Absolutely haywire. Um, hope everyone is doing great out there. Thank you so much for joining us as we're here to discuss the Bad Batch. A double episode today um, when it comes to this season. It was the mid-season finale, if you will, um, for the Bad Batch Season 2. We are at the halfway point. We got Episode 7 and Episode 8 today uh, titled The Clone Conspiracy and truth and consequences. Um, obviously a two-parter. We're gonna, it, you know, the conversation's kind of going to zigzag its way through a little bit. Things will come up from both episodes at the same time, but we're going to do our best to kind of focus on the first one being episode seven, and then a little bit on episode eight uh, to end the show. As always, I got Mr. Brian Avalosino here with me today. Brian, how you doing? Good. I just realized I don't have my AirPods in, so... I don't have mine in because they've been in all day and I just I can't handle having him in right now. So okay. I apologize. I apologize if an echo happens on my end as well. So, well, we're going to roll the dice. Yeah. Then today. Um, yeah. A little double feature action going on tonight. Uh, well, today, last night. Um, but yeah, felt like uh, felt like I was watching the Clone Wars a little bit in this one. Not, not a, not a, what's the right word? Not, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I mean, I would hope not. They're great episodes. I know, but I'm saying like that whole like Clone Wars-y feel. It was like, I mean, to me, they feel, Bad Batch feels different than Clone Wars. I don't know about you, but like, I felt like I was watching like OG Clone Wars. All right. Especially the first one. We'll get it. We'll definitely get into it. Um. Yeah, look, th- these these episodes were great, and, and as Andy says in the chat, from start to finish, they were just fantastic. I think uh, this is in large part what this story is kind of going to be. Um, you know, a number of episodes this season have been a little bit of side missions, which are absolutely great to see, and I think there's a chance of seeing another side mission after how the story ended up in the, in these episodes, but... We kind of got back to like the main storyline here. We got Rampart, um, we got Rex, we got the Senate. We're back on Coruscant for both episodes. Um, the return of Senator Chuchi, uh, Chuchi excuse me, uh, who is I love seeing that they're bringing these Clone Wars characters back. That that definitely mm-hmm. have like it like it makes sense as to why they would be there. Um, yeah. She was always a great little character. She was very young in the Clone Wars, obviously. Now we're years later. And we get to see her kind of a little bit more of a seasoned vet, if you will. So, uh, Brian, instant reaction to these two episodes before we dive into episode seven and episode eight. Um, I mean, I already said felt like Clone Wars, um, but I actually really liked these ones. Like they were, I liked the. the it's funny. I think. I didn't hate that they weren't in the first one, really. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I didn't hate it. Like, I kind of dug that they just did a whole entire one where they just weren't in it. If that's a good thing. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But, yeah, no, I, I, I dug these episodes. I watched them at work. To the point where, um, like, I was trying to find time to get back to it, which, I mean, that's, a, like, 
excited. Like I'm sitting there like, oh crap, still have 20 minutes left to class or something. So um, overall, I, I thought they were great episodes. Loved them. Yeah, I agree. Cliffhanger us. What did I say? Oh, well, wait, say it again. A cliffhanger? Did I miss? I said, I'm glad they didn't just do one episode and cliffhanger us. Oh, the next oh, 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 I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like I like <laughs> getting both of them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, after watching it, I'm like, man, why can't they just release? I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it being an eight-week show where they release basically an hour-long episode of The Bad Batch every week. After watching these, like, yeah. I don't hate, like, I get it. Animation doesn't, they don't do that. But, um, yeah, uh, it's, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think that it's telling a great story right now. And some revelations were made about where these characters are. And, um, obviously some things were very loosely tied up in a little bow. Obviously we don't know what comes afterwards and how characters, uh, kind of transition from where we are now to things that are coming up. Uh, but let's start with episode seven here. Uh, we we end up on Coruscant, and mm. it, and it, it it's all it, we love seeing Coruscant, especially in every in every era of Star Wars. We love seeing mm -hmm. Coruscant. Um, it's just Coruscant really cool. never gets old. Say it again. I said Coruscant never gets old. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just such a cool city to see, and it almost feels like every time we see a different side of it, which is so cool. Um, obviously we get the Senate aspect of all this and, um, you know, Senator Chuchi again, kind of coming into the fold about her essentially being the anchor on figuring out what Rampart had done and, and what he is doing. Um, and it really is kind of a backbone of this whole two episode arc, if you will. And we get a lot of clones in this and, it's really focused on, you know, clone lives and why aren't they a part of the Senate? And, you know, it's about this act that Rampart has to essentially push the clones out and wanting what we learn is the, the super the storm trooper program. I almost said super trooper, excuse me, <laughs> the storm trooper program to come in. Um, and we get a whole different side of it. Like we see a clone bar where washed up clones after just. 10 12 years or so of of working are you know ran out because they're too old you know they're they're aging out and it's really cool that dynamics that are happening and again just seeing and we've talked about it plenty of times on this show as well as many other star wars conversations but when star wars politics are done right they are the best politics told period mm -hmm. and this is a great example of star wars politics done right and seeing yeah. different sides of it from different characters, characters that we haven't seen in a little bit. We obviously got Bail Organa in there, which was great to see. It's always fun to see him pop up. Um, yeah, I just, I love the storytelling aspect. I think it's just such a great way to tell the story of what is happening with the clones, what is happening with the Senate, what is ha what happened with Kamino. And then obviously you get the Bad Batch and how they're kind of involved too. But yeah, I, I just, I think the whole pol political side of it was told very, very well. Yeah, it's funny because I just played uh, this video game that's been out for a while called Detroit Become Human, which is basically like you make decisions as the AI and then eventually it's the ultimate question of like, are they human? Like, 
should they have rights and stuff like that versus are they the these things that have been made which is the literal exact same thing that is being said in this so like i i kind of was like oh 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 like that these are like the same arguments that i just heard playing this game like um are the clones even i mean they're right now treated as lesser beings yeah. they're not they are not to the level of a human or even an alien creature like they are lesser than low they are just a thing property almost essentially and their use is no longer there so okay we don't need them anymore but i mean they are living breathing beings which i mean we see um senator chuchi fighting for because i mean clearly they're they should have some form of representation uh in the senate but they don't because of the fact that they are considered lesser beings they are used for one purpose one purpose only and that purpose is done so what's the use of them so it, it's it's a it's a thinker too like if you actually like go into like the minutia of what the episode is talking about it, it's got some some historical things in real life that we have seen come into play yeah so. i uh i'm very curious on so a, a large part of the a large part of our conversation over the last year including season one as uh, like one of the pillars of it has been okay well what happens to these clones like do they all disappear do they get destroyed do they get killed do they go off is there a clone rebellion like where 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 do we end up with these characters and after seeing this, I'm really like, I'm starting to feel a little bit of hope for them, even though they're in a bad situation right, right now. Excuse me. Like in my mind, it almost feels like, okay. Cause it was locks lock sealed delivered at the very end of the two episodes that the, the clone clones are gone. Like their fate has been sealed. I'm really hoping that like they all just take a ship, go off in distant space and take over a planet. And there's a clone planet out there somewhere where they're just chilling, hanging out, you know, doing their thing. Maybe they start some families, etc. We obviously know that the whole aging thing is a factor with them. Um, so, but honestly, like up until now, I was kind of feeling like, Ooh, it's, it doesn't feel good for them. Like it doesn't feel good. But because of what was revealed in these two episodes, that Rampart destroyed Camino, that it wasn't a storm that took out their home, that he was doing it to try to push the clones out, it does feel like because it's now in the public eye that they'll be given a chance, even though Palpatine spun it into basically saying, well, Rampart did it, but the clones followed his orders. I still feel a little bit of hope of like, Maybe they will make it out. Maybe there is a chance for them to go off somewhere and live their lives, 
rather than be put into like a ditch and shot at essentially essentially. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you feel, Brian, but I'm the complete opposite. Are do you think it's gonna end badly? Mm. I'm the complete opposite. I I mean Palpatine, obviously the mastermind that he is, he always has a reason for doing things. Setting up Rampart, brilliant. Didn't see that coming until it happened. Well, like right before it happened, I was like, oh my God. Uh, like genius. Love it. Love that we got classic, like set up Palpatine or Palpatine setting things up. Um, the thing that makes me think the opposite of what you do is pal how Palpatine kind of spun it as Rampart did this, but why did the clones just listen and do exactly what he said? Like he kind of made it like a point to like say like, and we're going to investigate why the clones just followed blind orders and destroyed their own home. So I was like, oh, okay. You obviously set up Rampart to make him look like the bad guy, but you also kind of threw the clones under the bus, making them seem as if they're not trustworthy because if they could destroy their own home, who knows what they're capable of type thing. Um, I, yeah, I... I I got the opposite. I kind of like that we're on the opposite sides of this. I'm just, I'm curious. So you think that, so look, I, like obviously Palpatine threw them under the bus. He's, he's mm -hmm. blaming them. But now that it's in the public eye, you still think something bad is going to happen? Cause now like people are watching it. Like it's out there. Yeah. Because he's going to go say, why did they, why did they follow a blind order to destroy their own home? Like, I mean, if if all of a sudden the army just starts blowing up the capital, I, I'm going to be like, why are they doing it? Like, why did they, they just followed an order? No one, because they all, we all know they did exactly what they were supposed to do, which he may even spin to the Jedi at some, I mean, I doubt it. He's just going to say the Jedi were bad, but it's just the yeah it's i think he i mean spun it in the sense of like these rampart gave the orders but why did they listen so blindly to destroy their own home they're untrustworthy that's why we need stormtroopers who have minds of their own uh and they're humans there we no i no i totally get that i totally get that so i think i think that is kind of what would get pushed out there i mean why why not it's the perfect perfect cover here's an act these actions were done by this man but look at how these people followed what he was saying blindly again no i so, totally understand that i just i don't yeah. see personally how the clones just disappear without it being recognized. That's all. Unless everybody that recognizes it is just murdered. That's I mean, all I'm I think saying. They, I think they literally either get taken out or go into extreme hiding. Most of the Oh, time. I could see them in hiding, uh, but I, I don't see them being killed is what I'm saying. I do. No, I don't think that's, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a way you can do that. There's so many of them. 
and they were the army for 10 12 years like they were the center of everything the republic again it's just my opinion um i mean we know that at least a number of them if not more than just a number at least run off to desert i guess if if you want to say desert the army um because one we've seen it with a couple clones so far like cody was one of them uh we still don't know what is going on with cody where he is what he's doing who he's meeting up with ditch for all i care (sighs) i mean we still have to find out um but then you know the rex stuff in the episode and and echo leaving with him leaving with rex to uh essentially save clones and be their kind of guiding light um so we know that there's going to be at least you know dozens if not more of these clones who they're going to be saving and and you know uh helping and we know obviously from rebels that rex ends up with wolf and gregor on a planet where we find them in season two that could obviously be more of them just hidden out in the world somewhere or the galaxy excuse me um i just i personally just don't see how they're obliterated in the blink of eye that's all i'm saying that is just all i am saying so i mean uh, i I don't know if we'll ever see it like i don't i don't i mean maybe we will um, there might be a literal mass like genocide episode where they all just start getting taken out by stormtroopers or something. Like maybe I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I would assume by the time we step into episode four timeline that there's less than a hundred. Oh, I yeah. I mean, we're still, less that's than still, that's still less than twenty five. Maybe that's still over fifteen but, years away. So one hundred percent. There's there's way less because i mean look in look in um obi-wan when we saw the live action trooper begging you know he was a, a homeless trooper he was all gray and bearded up so he had been age he didn't age very well at all um you know and, and at that point he's probably only from the time he was born you know cloned he was like 20 25 years old and that's what he looks like um so definitely during their original trilogy era, there's there's slim to none. You know, Rex is probably the only one kicking around then. <laughs> probably. Because we know he's alive in, in Return of the Jedi. So, um, and, you know, we're probably hopefully going to see him in live action in Ahsoka, which I will lose my mind over. Uh, Can I, because it was so early in this episode and I don't want to go all the way to the end and jump past. Was I the only one, and I'm not saying I want this, was I the only one that kind of like felt like there was slight alluding to Omega having the force by her practicing the meditation and stuff? No, nah, never. It never crossed my mind. Because I think I think she's a bad batch member through and through. I don't think she has the force. I do too, but I it was just kind of like I was like, okay, she just met a Jedi, now she's taking meditation super seriously i was well, like I mean, we, we talked about it last week how she kind of already latched on to um that culture she was already kind of trying to feel the life of the tree right of the nature uh of the planet and it just seems like and again going back to like what she's dealt with through her entire life she met someone of her age or at least similar to gone through very similar not not the exact same thing but similar things of going through things as a young child and she just kind of latched onto the idea and saw what Gunji had been doing and dealing with and how he kind of focused himself. And 
she just took it upon herself to try it for herself. I don't know. I mean, may, look, th- maybe, but I honestly think it was just like, oh, I met this really cool person. He does this really cool thing. I want to try it, you know, because I mean, as a kid, you kind of do that. Like you meet someone, you're like, ooh, that's kind of cool. You know, let's do that. It, it's kind of like a leader follower type situation. Uh, but who knows? I just I don't see just personally in this story, I don't see where force sensitive Omega fits. I don't want, I'm not saying I even want that. I don't want that, but I was just kind of like, Oh no, she's not like, let's please. No, she's not. Well, and she did say that line. Don't put that out there. I think she did say that line and Andy brought it up of, uh, it's not working for, for me as it did as Gunji and echo says, well, he's a Jedi. So, that might have been the line of like, mm, nope, she's not one, or nope, don't think about that. You know, this kind of she's latching on to the idea of what Gundy's doing. So possibly. And and I don't I mean, want her to be again. I don't want again. Her to be I neither do I. I was just like when I saw that, I went, oh no. Yeah. But um, okay, I want to talk about Rex for a little bit because he's obviously a big part of this episode. Um, he comes in. And we see, I'm forgetting the name of the clone that Skip. Skip, thank you. Skip played a big part in this episode until he unfortunately met his demise. But he made a call to someone to rescue him, save him, and it ended up being Rex, which I, I don't know about you, Brian, but it immediately I was like, oh, yep, Rex, that makes sense. Um, and, you know, he's he's kind of one outfitting these rescues for the clones and helping his brothers and Obviously, doing some other stuff with <clears throat> oh slip slip sorry slip Not skip. slip damn it, um, we're so close and then we see you know he kind of makes his plan to uh, take down Rampart and and then at the end of the episodes we see Echo go with him to help save clones or whatever else he is doing we know that he's kind of taking part in what we think is the beginnings of the rebellion or something else out there but the the main point is that Echo left with him to help save their brothers. So I had a question for you. It almost feels like after seeing Slip kind of make the call and it almost feeling like Rex is the one to call for all of the clones, like they all know that, is Rex kind of this like mythological savior? Is this what like... Because he he is clearly the number one draft pick when it comes to clones. Like, in my opinion, he's the number one. He's over Cody. He's over them all. Like, his story from the way that his story started to where he is now. <clears throat> I mean, he, he is the up, clone. He is, he's the number one. He's, he's on top, the top pedestal. Is he kind of this, like, saving grace? Do, it, do people sometimes think, like, oh, is he actually a thing? Or is he actually alive? Like... Is he doing all this stuff? Like, what, what do you think about the whole Rex situation right now? Because we've seen it in uh, last season when he gave a call to the Bad Batch and they were kind of like all hyped up. And now this where Slip calls him and he kind of feels like, again, this number one draft pick that's coming to the rescue. How do you feel about the whole Rex situation and where his story lies right now? I mean, I wouldn't call him mythological. I would say he's like if they had a president of clones, he would be the president of the clones. Like he's, he's the top tier 
number one draft pick. Like, in a way, I guess, maybe. I don't know if I'd say savior because it's not it's not like he like I mean he saved a few but he's not like the savior of all clones but like I mean he probably has the most clone lore that gets talked about so I mean maybe in the sense of like idolizing him like he's the clone he's the one that they all I don't know. Maybe they think maybe he is looked at as a savior. I don't know. I'm not. uh, I think he's just regarded as the clone, the top tier clone, the, the best that you could be of all clones type situation. Um, Yeah. I mean, he is very mythological in the sense of like, is he actually there? Like they don't, they don't always know. It seems like a handful of them are fully aware, but I don't know. He's almost like Caesar to the apes. Sure. Great. Uh, comparison. uh, Okay. Um, But yeah, I, I just think he, he reminds me more of like, if he was, if there was to be clone senators, he would be numero uno, the ruler of the clones, if you will. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And and Andy and Gordon both bring up good points here. Do they even know it's Rex? Do they even know that they're calling Rex? Uh, yeah. Or are they just calling something that they've been given or heard of and... You know, they get a response, and when they show up, it happens to be Rex. Um, it's a very interesting question. Very like, obviously, they were, they were presumed dead uh, in Clone War, Clone War Season 7. Um, they faked their deaths, and we don't know from that time until now if Rex has been, you know, spotted or noticed or anything like that. Obviously, we do have to remember that Crosshair, I don't know if Crosshair was part of the Bad Batch when they came into contact with him. No, I don't think he was. Because we had, we had, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Rex Crosshairs and Rex have ever. I don't think Crosshair crossed. was a part of the team when they, when they caught up with Rex. Yeah. I mean, he left pretty quickly. Yeah. He was, he right. left in the first couple of episodes. And so, yeah. so yeah, Crosshair wouldn't know Rex is alive. Um, so yeah, it does beg the question if, if anybody actually even knows that he is alive. Obviously, some people yeah. do, but as far as like bad guys go. Um, I mean, like Gordon said, I think most presume he's dead as yeah. well as Ahsoka because yeah. other other than probably Anakin. Well, Ahsoka, they, Ahsoka's not recognized until season two of Rebels. Yeah. so Which is years away, at least 10 years away. Yeah. Um, next question I have, uh, kind of discussion here I want to talk about. Uh, let me just get to my notes here. Um. Oh my God, it's not in my notes and I completely forgot where I was going. Rex. Mandalorian. Oh, oh okay. No. Um, You're welcome. Rex and Echo. Okay. I have We're 100% getting a spinoff episode, right? We have to. 
I mean, I would like an episode so. this season, not a show, but like an episode this season of a side mission of them doing something. I would assume so. There isn't a reason. I feel like there wouldn't be a point to doing it if you weren't gonna at least like give us a point. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, there's literally, there's got to be a point to why. I have thoughts about it, but I don't. I. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't like how they ended it. It seemed. What do you mean? Like it was so abrupt. Like, just like, yeah, I'm going with him. Okay, see you guys. And then like Omega's like the fuck. Like, like that was kind well, of I mean, how she was. How was my reaction to like, like we're just okay. Like he's just gonna like it's just like hey guys, I'm gonna uh, go save clones with. Uh, well, so the Drax. the rest of the crew obviously knew. Um, but it was kind of hinted at like the amount of time, not like I not hinted, but kind of just like teased, I guess, when um Chuchi decided or wanted someone to step up and testify. Echo was like, I'll do it. I got you. Obviously, it, it wouldn't stand up in court. And then throughout the episode, he was kind of picking Rex's brain about what he had been doing. And, you know, Rex had that line of, or echo asked him like, how many have you saved? He's like, not enough. So to me, looking back on it, it's things were kind of planted of, of like when that decision was made and we heard that, Oh, echo's going with Rex. He's staying behind. He's going to go do his thing. It made sense because of those small moments. Like to me, it wasn't out of straight left field. I understand why it could have been, but, and it also, it, it also makes sense from Omega side for me, because why would you tell her when she's just going to fight back? Like as a kid, obviously you don't want that to happen. So you're going to do everything you can to like plead and beg and everything to stay. But if you do it in that moment, you're ripping off the band band aid and it's just, and that's, I think that's why the batch knew, but she didn't like if she would have yeah. known, first of all, she was inside a mission. She had a big, she had a big job. They were doing all kinds of things. Like, I just feel like it was set up very nicely, but you can't set it. You can't warn Omega. Otherwise, you know, as a 10, 12 year old, you're going to be like, no, like that's no, don't do that. I don't, I don't want you to leave it. It's going to be a whole emotional thing. You're just ripping off the bandit yeah. by doing it this way. That's fair. I, I mean, I honestly probably didn't catch it because I wasn't like, fully paying attention at work uh because it sounds like everyone noticed figuring it out early but me uh but i mean don't get me wrong when when like those those little moments were in there it never crossed my mind until he said it that he was gonna stay or, or go with rex i should say like it never crossed my mind and i don't think he's going forever like i think he'll be back at some point um like there's no way like that's how it's ending but no uh, like it, it didn't cross my mind throughout the episode until he said it. I was like, oh, like, okay. Like you can tell like his feelings were shifting. And let's be honest, like Rex is kind of his homeboy. You know, they're, they're bros, they're OGs. So yeah. of course he's kind of going to want to, you know, do what he's doing and, and help Rex and save his brothers when the Bad Batch are kind of on a different direction, you know? So. Fair. I just didn't catch it then. Would you want to see an episode or two focused on on what the dealings oh, are? Oh yeah, Echo. Yeah, I would be more annoyed if 
I didn't know like what happened or like why or any importance of it. Cause I mean, at this point, the next time we see Rex, he's not with him. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, let's just, let's hope that that means that echo stayed with the bad bat. <laughs> let's just hope. Cause I can't see my boy die twice. I mean, I don't know if any of them will make it out of this. I feel like if if there's one of uh, one of these characters that you can't kill, it's Echo. The dude went through I, absolute hell. I would argue Omega, but well, I'm I'm talking about just the Bad Batch or just the four men. She's not not Omega, just the four men. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, because he's been through the most, but um. Yeah, I, I, it would be very weird to just like sideline a character that is literally had an arc because of it uh, in this story. So it, it wouldn't to me make sense to not in some capacity show something. Uh, we haven't talked much about it, Brian, but the whole premise of the second episode was the heist. Uh, I thought it was very mm -hmm. cool. Um, was it the first or the second episode, by the way, that they clearly went to the Martell sisters? Uh, that was the second episode, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, th it was their shop. Yeah, which I thought was very yeah. cool. Um, mm -hmm. Very cool little Easter egg for fans who would recognize what that is. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the second episode. Correct us if I'm wrong, guys. They honestly so. bleed all into one. Um, yeah. But we get the assassin, the assassin clone, which is very interesting um and then we get everything with uh the heist and you know going onto rampart ship and stealing the data core uh i thought it was very cool i thought it was very very cool um martez sisters thank you gordon what we, we said martel because someone said ord mantel uh ord mantel in the in the comment section i said, I said martel yeah oh in my head, I knew Mark. Oh, good. It, we knew exactly who they were. The two sisters. Um, yeah. But no, I, I love that. I love the moment of the, the escape pods and tech, you know, pulling his little maneuver and find the escape pod, but then being pissed off that he was six meters away from his actual landing spot. Total <laughs> tech move. Total tech move. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, overall, I thought it was great, great episode, great action, great moments. Um, that ending of, of the reveal. First of all, hold on a second. I have a question. Dude, that was dark like the fact that the clone killed himself than being captured yeah like i was like a, uh an electric pill electricity pill if you will yeah i was like oh, oh my god well like it begs that. the question of like how many more of those are there out there and and was it like a secret program that rampart had kind of been creating filing off serial numbers essentially um very interesting aspect and and obvious and one that when you think about it is kind of obvious like yes of course if you're someone like rampart you're gonna stash away some clones and train them to be super secret assassins they would make sense you know um i'm surprised we saw it now and not earlier like but i, lo I love that we got it now i mean i think now only because crosshairs was basically that person before this like i mean yeah maybe it's a new program. i mean i mean i assumed 
I'm with you, Gordon. Like at first, I assumed it was crosshair. Like I just, I mean, they literally scoped into a crosshair. So I was like, oh, okay, crosshairs taking them out because he's talked to Rampart. And then once he started missing so frequently, I was like, okay, that's not him. But I was just more like shocked at the fast that fact that it was just literally like a clone seeing the other clones basically being like, I'll never tell and just kill himself. I was like, oh, like what? My mind immediately went to like, is he under like an order type thing where he's just like, like, I mean, I, I can't imagine the clones are so willing, at least I can remember the clones being so willing to just kill themselves. Yeah. Like, well, like I mean, they would time. sacrifice themselves for the greater good when it came to the Clone Wars, but in this, moment, yeah, but like, like this, yeah, being captured and mm -hmm. I, like, oh, I'm captured, I'm going to kill myself. Like, I understand like the like running into battle, going to say stuff. Like, that's what they were designed essentially to do. But like, I was just like, that shocked me more than anything. I was like, holy crap! Like, I thought maybe we were going to get some like, like you're one of us like tell us and then maybe he'd like say something but him just being like nope killing yeah. myself i was yeah. like oh damn like no, i mean this definitely is... interesting like definitely i would assume i would assume that clone had been altered in some capacity 100 100 like it wasn't just like a okay order 66 is done we'll join the empire these guys are the right guys. Like it was very, he very much seemed more like brainwashed type. Well, and Gordon, Gordon uh, asked the question here. Could that be what they are having Nala say working on a Mount Tantus? Possible. Possibly. I doubt it, but uh, I think it's going to be more Snoke related. I don't think it's going to be. I hope it's not Snoke related. I, I mean, really it's the cloning facility and what I know, but doesn't have to, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean it has to, it has to be Snoke. I mean, what did Palpatine want more than anything to be able to clone himself and transfer? It makes the most sense. I hope it's not. Especially so since there's no clones around. <laughs> I don't want. That I mean, anymore. I don't think I don't think any of us really want Snoke, but like, I don't want that in this show. We don't need that in this show. I mean, there's a reason he saved her and put her in a secret clone facility. <sighs> I don't know. That's just me. I mean, clearly, we literally saw it in episode nine. Multiple. No, I, I know. I know. So it's like, to me, I immediately think like, well, someone had to be researching that. It, yeah, I just I just feel like this is super soon to be creating Snoke. That's just me. Um, uh, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't go as far as like Snoke's gonna show up. Like he, this is the reason. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, it feels very early on in the timeline to be creating Snoke. That's just my opinion. And cloning is different, and Snoke is obviously a little bit older when it comes to the way he looks and he obviously went through some some business i mean you 
you could also the Grogu too. Like clearly they wanted they were interested in cloning him as well. So it's like little things in the future. That... I just don't want to see Snoke. I don't. That's fine. I, I mean, it is very much true that it is very early. I mean, this is like what two and three, and then Snoke is seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, I, I so feel like, like uh, I feel like. Whereas Grogu was is on the heels of like six, so that's much closer than. I feel like Snoke would be sometime around the original trilogy basing it for basing it off of like and i understand this is just how the story worked but because we're star wars fans this is what we do the limited amount of time we saw palpatine until return of the jedi what was he doing during those years um he obviously left course on at one point and we what learned through books this? and we learned through books and video games that he was off kind of making bases around the galaxy, cloning facilities, etc. So that's just my hopes and dreams is that it's closer to the original trilogy. I just don't want to see Snoke now. I don't. I don't want that can of worms opened again right now. I want it to be focused on the Bad Batch. And I I don't think it will. I think if, if anything, it's going to go towards what's going on in the Mandalorian more than anything. Because, I mean, they yeah. made it a point with Dr. Pershing to be like, well, and we saw so that, and we saw in episode, I don't know what episode it was, but the episode in season two where Mando, Grief Karga, they break into an Imperial facility that is a cloning facility. Yeah. Um, or at least has Anything? some type of cloning equipment inside the facility. So they've definitely been kind of, again, planting the seeds. I just hope it doesn't all relate to Snoke. I really <laughs> hope it doesn't what all if, relate what to if Snoke. All of this stuff over the last couple of years, all just is just so they can retcon and make Snoke a bigger <clears throat> deal than it is. It's that just such sad. a bummer because then you think of like how it all ended up, and it's like this dude wasn't that cool. Like he wasn't even used how we thought he was going to be used. Like remember coming out of the Force Awakens and seeing those very minimal scenes of Snoke and being like, "Oh my god." Like, this yeah, could be I mean, incredible. This could be so cool. One of the best Star Wars villains. And then The Last Jedi happens and he's cut in half. Like, if, I mean, if the Bad Batch... That was, that was a great, shocking thing to happen. Yeah, but if, like, the if, the Bad Batch, story. if a large part of the Bad Batch and a large part of the Mandalorian has to do with the cloning and it resulting in Snoke, I would be very unhappy. I would be very unhappy. I mean, there's a reason <sighs> there's been clones in every single. So stupid. Can we have I mean, a Pershing, topic? Pershing's kind of important. This is me. I really need to rewatch Mandalorian before uh, it comes. You've got about three month. weeks, my guy. I know. That's. I just like. There are a couple things we said. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh yeah, I need to rewatch this. <laughs> um. Well, stay tuned for our Mandalorian talk starting March first, everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah, that'll wrap or up. We will find out the origin of snow. <laughs> Shut up, Guar guaranteed. Today, uh, that'll wrap up everything. The Bad Batch today, great, great, great two episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know they called it like the whole mid 
part mid-season finale thing. I don't. Yeah, think what is that? Show, is there not one next week? I was gonna say I don't think the show takes a break. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think they do. Um, they're just cutting the season in half and giving us two episodes like that. I think they're probably also trying to end the show a little bit sooner before the Mandalorian is probably what they're doing. <clears throat> uh, no, there's next. There's one next week. Yeah, so I would imagine that. The whole point of it is to make sure the show's not running too far into the Mandalorian, so that show can operate on its own, which is why we so, got two today, and we'll get two as the two-part finale as well. So, yeah, I was just about to say you've got basically one consistently every single week until March 29th. You get a double. So the Bad Batch will be running through the first four weeks of the Mandalorian. Does that sound right? When is I don't know I don't remember the date of March. 1st. Oh hi Ray, March first. March first uh, is so when then, Mando debuts. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much going the whole month of yeah March to the 29th. So yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. So we'll get to our schedule whenever the time comes for how we're going to operate when it comes to both Mandalorian and the Bad Batch for the month of March. Obviously, that'll be a lot to cover here, but we're going to do our best make sure we are covering both um hey, you got for, this but for today that's gonna wrap up everything the bad batch uh for episode seven and episode eight again two fantastic episodes um two of the best that we've seen i think it's setting up a lot of possibilities for this show and and i can't wait to see what the second half of the season has for us brian any final thoughts before we wrap it up no keep up i mean i i'm enjoying the like importance and the pace that it's kind of going at the last three episodes have all been like solid, like purposeful. Like it's not like, Oh, we're going treasure hunting. Like, no, yeah. it's like we're doing these important things and it, it, it feels like you're climbing the, the roller coaster and you're like about to hit that part where it just drops i so definitely I, think I, I think it's like you're right i think the next eight episodes are going to be all bangers not that not that the first eight have but i mean in the sense of it all being one connected story is what i mean yeah it's not it's not going to be like a let's go treasure hunting we need to get money for sid type mm-hmm. stuff it's we are climbing the hill like we've only seen toward... crosshairs once yeah it's shocking to me. We are on episode eight and he's been at one time. We've only seen Crosshair once. Rampart is his story could continue, Done. but he, he's pretty much locked up right now. So his story might be over for the season, at least for the Sh- That was another shocking thing for me that he went out that fast. Like I I'm get surprised, but get the- it's, it's setting up something. I don't know what it's setting up, but it's setting yeah. up something because Rampart was making all the calls for Crosshair and everybody. So, mm-hmm. Who steps Someone's in? Gonna have to what happens? Over. I mean, we uh, did get Tarkin's name dropped in this episode. Tar- uh, yeah, and Tarkin was in the original or the first season, excuse me. So they already have the animation yeah. made for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, yeah. We'll wait. I'm enjoying a lot. Huh? This. I said I'm enjoying. I'm really like now. I'm like fully invested into it. Where it's like, yeah, all right. What, what's going to happen next? Agreed. A little slow start for me, and then now I'm we're coasting. All right, everybody. That's going to cover today's show. We appreciate you all joining us, hanging out. The uh, five, seven of you that have been here the entire time. Appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the next two episodes are called The Crossing and the Retrieval. So I can see one of those being about Crosshair. Good call, Andy. Thank you so much for the, the information. Um, so I'm guessing we'll see Crosshair next episode because everything that happened on the Rampart affects him directly. So we will be here next yeah. Wednesday talking the Bad Batch. Um, oh, maybe not. TBD on that. I'll give you... We'll talk about that a little bit later on. It might be Thursday. Brian and I will talk about that after the show. We'll let you guys know. But either way, we will be reviewing it next week. It just depends on the day. So... Uh, everyone have a great rest of your evening. Have a great rest of your week. Make sure you're checking all the content here on Apocalypse Movies. Not just this, uh, but our main show, Apocalypse Now. We played a very fun movie trivia game last night. It was a blast. Tomorrow, our casting table for James Bond comes out, if you're interested. Mm. Go check that out. And, of course, we'll be here next week for everything. So, again, thank you to everyone who's been watching. Stay safe, and we'll catch you guys next time.